Medicare open enrollment is here. Should you review your Medicare choices from last year? And if so, what should you review? That and more on today's edition of Aging Options. The following is a paid program on this station. Aging Options, how can we help? It's time to know your options and master your future. My life, my plan, my way. LifePoint Law presents Aging Options with elder law attorney and life planning coach Rajiv Nagayich. Health, housing, finance, legal, and family. Know your options. Aging Options is not a law firm, but Rajiv is a lawyer. You should not reveal things you wish to keep confidential in this public setting. This program offers general advice. Having your questions answered does not create an attorney-client relationship. Contact your attorney or other professional to discuss your unique needs before taking any action related to the subjects discussed in this program. Now, here is nationally recognized retirement planning authority and host of national public television program, Master Your Future, Rajiv Nagayich, as well as his co-host, Tariq Ansari. And good morning, another fascinating morning. Hope you're having a great one. As you're listening to Aging Options right here on AM770 KTTH, I am, as the open mentioned, Tariq Ansari, alongside Rajiv Nagayich. Rajiv in the house, how are you doing today? Hey, good buddy, how are you? Oh, I'm doing excellent. And if you want to know why I'm doing excellent, it's because we've got a lot of very interesting stories to talk about today. As you mentioned in the uh, in the open uh, with Medicare, uh, we're also going to be talking about uh, the highest Social Security increase in history. In history, we are making the we're, we're we have to rewrite the books because of this. Uh, nursing homes are remaining a challenge, uh, and Medicare choices. A lot to talk about on this show today. You're not going to want to miss it uh, when it comes to the information we are going to present to you. But speaking of information, I mean, this show is for you. We want to hear information from you, questions you may have for us, uh, you know, things you might want to have solved when it comes to aging or growing older. So here's the phone number. Give us a call, 1-800-465-8770. Again, that's 1-800-465-8770. And Rajiv, we're, we're not going to beat around the bush today, all right? We're just going to get right into this. The Medicare story you teased in the open, uh, where you were mentioning how we should maybe review our Medicare choices. Um, now, I- I'm kind of curious. Uh, Medicare seems like one of those uh, subjects where it-, it feels very cookie cutter-ish. Like it seems like one plan can work for all. Would this be a false thinking for you know for just Medicare in general? I mean, Medicare is just like anything else. It's a tool, and 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 there are different uh, uh, options in that toolbox, and which option you should pick. Is really is not cookie cutter, nor is it the same for everyone. Uh, but uh, according to the story, when you take a look at it, 70% of all Medicare-eligible retirees will do nothing about it. Whatever plan we had last year, we'll go ahead and hang on to that and, and hope it sticks, that type of thinking. And why does that happen? Pretty darn simple. It's pretty confusing to go out there and start shopping Medicare. you got the first thing you have to worry about is, should I do Medicare, uh, traditional Medicare? Should I go with the Medicare Advantage plan? Uh, if I go with traditional Medicare, should I get option A, B, C, D? And the, the, it's the Alfred soup that you have to worry about. And if I go with Medicare Advantage, oh, my God, it's even more confusing <laughs> because every plan seems to be suggesting that they've got the right idea. And and how do I decide as to which one is the best plan for for me if I'm going to choose a Medicare Advantage plan? 
And so that's really what you have to look at. And, and in, the, in, the, in the years past, if you've been listening to the show for many years, remember I used to talk about this as the open hunting season. And you're the prey. The insurance companies are the hunters. They've got the target on you. You're going to get inundated with a lot of information. And all the information that you're going to be targeted with will be trying to persuade you with happy pictures and active older people. You know, you, you come to see us, you live to be uh, 180 years of age, and you'll never miss a day on the beach. That's what they're trying to convince you about. And yet, even I know that that's not really how it works out, does it? I mean, so you have to take a look at it. And, and so there's a lot that you can consider when it comes to Medicare. And if you have questions about wh how should you make the choice, give us a call. Maybe we can put you in the right direction. Exactly. And speaking of which, 1-800-465-8770. Again, 1-800-465-8770. Give us a call. Let's 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 talk about it you know what like uh, let's let's talk about what's on your mind when it comes to when it comes to medicare other issues you may be having uh but continuing on that story rajiv uh you know the the one thing that i i saw that kind of stood out to me is there is a high cost in delaying health care uh as you mentioned uh open season right <laughs> when yeah. it comes to uh to people but is it also open season for people who maybe choose to wait on it a lot of people do. I think that's a related story that despite having Medicare, which is the backbone of the healthcare system for retirees, uh, healthcare remains to be elusive for a lot of people. Why? Because of the deductibles and the co-payments and the choices we end up making when we are selecting our Medicare plans. For example, if you choose a plan that has got a deductible and a co-payment, it's a $5,000 deductible and you want to go see a doctor, and, and, and you, you chose this $5,000 deductible plan. Why? Because you didn't have to pay any premiums. You were able to save roughly about $120, $130, maybe $200 on a monthly basis by going with a zero premium plan. But now you need to go ahead and access care, and the doctor says, no, well, you know, the, the co-payment on this particular procedure is going to be $3,000. If you didn't have... $200 a month that you could muster up, how easy will it be for you to muster up the $3,000 to get this procedure? That's the challenge. That's the story this is talking about. And the story is quite compelling, right? I mean, because for forever you hear me talk about we live in the richest country in the entire world, right? They're simply the richest country in the entire world. And when we look at how we are dealing with issues, you look at this Commonwealth Fund study. It's a nonprofit healthcare think tank in America, and they published a study and talked to 18,477 people, all over the age of 65, Medicare eligible, and they basically are saying that, you know, out-of-pocket expenses undermine the financial security of the average American retiree. Out-of-pocket expenses. Most other first-world countries do not have out-of-pocket expenses, but they also deal with much higher taxes and they also deal with things that we are not happy with, right? Take our neighbor up north, for example, Canada. If you want to access their healthcare system, you have large weights, etc. But they at least are able to go ahead and offer that. So, what's the trade-off? Which trade-off is better for you? And this study is showing that the average American is not going to be able to access Medicare or a lot of the needed healthcare services because out-of-pocket costs. People simply put it off, and by the time then things start breaking apart. It's a much more expensive problem for the entire country.
two great stories, Tariq, this week. Two great stories. One of them is the Medicare open enrollment is here. And should you be looking at, at making a change? And if so, what should you be looking at in the changes? And the second one is, despite Medicare, uh, high out-of-pocket costs cause financial pain to millions of Americans uh, in their retirement years. Good stories for you to be paying attention to. Absolutely. And you can access all these stories, by the way, by going to agingoptions.com slash blog. You'll find all the blogs that uh, Tony Boland puts up. They're excellent. Uh, he does a great job with those. And speaking uh, speaking of which, uh, excellent, we know that you excellent people have some excellent stories and excellent questions for us. So again, give us a call, 1-800-465-8770. And again, 1-800-465-8770. Uh, give us a call, and you know we'll put you on. We'll, you know, we'll talk to you. We'll see if we can answer the questions you may have for us. And Rajiv, uh, you mentioned the out of uh, the out of pocket expenses being the big issue in, in the United States. And um, the one thing that I really appreciate about what you uh, what you do at uh, LifePoint Law is you have this thing called a, uh, a financial dashboard. Uh, where you can basically, despite you know the out-of-pocket expenses, you can kind of combat that with a plan like a dashboard. So t tell us about the, the dashboard that you mentioned before. The dashboard is nothing but a souped-up budget, if you will, right? Few of us really want to sit down and, yeah. and, and develop a budget and see it, particularly when you're dealing with healthcare. I mean, last year, for example, Tarek, I ended up in the hospital, uh, oh, at least, you know, in the ER room, at least about five or six times before I got the oh, gallbladder wow. surgery and they removed the gallbladder. So, but that happened in how many years? So in about 60 years. So you never know what's going to be coming around the corner. The only challenge is post 60, you probably are going to be dealing with healthcare issues much more often. And the, the, the point of the story about, you know, despite Medicare, high out-of-pocket healthcare costs cause financial pain for millions of Americans is because we don't have a bucket of money sitting up there that we can tap into and say, well, this was what was going to help me with my health care costs in retirement. And so the notion of a retirement dashboard is quite simple. Look, we all want to live a good quality of life, right? We don't want to penny pinch. We don't want to have to always say no to going out to have dinner or helping our children, grandchildren, taking a trip. We need to be able to live our quality of life. It's not all about tomorrow. It's also about today. And the question is, well, how do you decide all how much uh, money you will need and where will that income come from? That's where the financial dashboard comes in. And we rely on many financial partners to go ahead and do that. A financial dashboard really should be a backbone of somebody's retirement planning before they retire. And if you've already retired, you should still take a look at the retirement dashboard. All these questions are going to come into being in retirement. Your primary question is going to be, I want to live a good, healthy life. I want to be able to manage to live my quality of life without the fear of running out of money before I run out of life. And when you do a financial dashboard, you're obviously taking a look at the very obvious thing, that where is your income coming from now? Social Security, pensions, if you have any, and you're, you're, you're withdrawing from your savings if you have a savings account to withdraw from. But most of the people, not everyone, but most of the people that I work with, they happen to have a home in retirement. And the question that becomes is, if I need some more money, should I take a look at a reverse mortgage? Well, that may be one option that a retirement dashboard could unearth for you. It's not. A reverse mortgage should not be taken out willy-nilly by everyone. They're, 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 for the right people who take the reverse mortgage out, is the greatest tool. 
if you use the reverse mortgage for the wrong reasons, you're going to mess yourself up big time because that is the last source of asset base that you have. So you have to take a look at all of these issues. And Tarek, what you're talking about is, how do I get my hands around these problems? And that's what the life planning uh, process is all about. And part of the life planning process is helping clients build a retirement dashboard. And everyone's going to approach the dashboard a little bit differently. If you're working, your questions are a little bit different than if you're retired. If you're working, your questions are, how long should I keep working? When should I retire? When should I start Social Security? How should I hold my retirement assets, etc.? If you're already retired, you're, you still have a dashboard question, but your questions are, how should I approach my life, live my quality of life without the fear of running out of money or without the fear of always understanding I mean, how many people do we know of who are going to amass a lot of wealth, and then when they pass away, they leave large inheritances to the children, but they never, they were always afraid of living their own quality of life. Wouldn't yeah, it be yeah. nice if you could know this is the amount of money that we can end up getting without running out of money, and that's the dashboard. That would be – and uh, real quick, your, your connection was a little uh, iffy there. You said you kind of came in like a robot towards the end, but I think that's Oops. because – I mean, honestly, no, I think it was intentional because we, we think of robots as trustworthy uh, you know, features. And I think, Rajiv, what you've done more than any financial, um, more than any life planner is you turn into a robot for a moment, which I yeah, think is right, impressive dude. because <laughs> I, I never heard that good of advice from a robot. Uh, listeners out there, I think you'd agree with me. Um, I'll tell you what. So we have to go to break in, in, a, in a second here. But first, I want you to mention someone that you know, people can talk to about this, uh, about this dashboard that you mentioned, a human or robot. Either way, you know. <laughs> right. And the person that you want to talk to for that is the person we go to is Saket Sanger. You know, he's been, he worked with me for 14 years in aging options, and then he works with UBS now, and he does a great job. I mean, he and I actually came up with all the variables that need to go into a retirement dashboard for someone to get a really good plan in place. And, and mm -hmm. Saket is the guy you should go to. I think you have his phone number there, don't you? I, I certainly do. I would ask you to give it out, but unfortunately, it might come out a little robotic, which, uh, you know, it's just you know, the way it is sometimes. Uh, so Saket, his phone number, which, by the way, give him a call. He knows a lot about this, and he's a very good person to talk to when it comes to these things. It's 206-234-7516. Once again, that is 206-234-7516. That's for Saket Sengar. Talk to him about the financial dashboard. He will put you in the right place. Speaking of put you in, putting you in the right place, that's a good transition to commercial, right? I mean, commercials, I guess, the right place? Either way. Uh, we're going to go to a break here. Uh, but before we do, I wanted to mention we have two callers coming up, uh, Jackie from Kent and Dennis from Bellevue. We're going to get to you first thing uh, after this upcoming commercial break. And Jackie, Dennis, also, let's play along. This one game we do at the end of each uh, segment where usually me and Rajiv and Borda Paul play it, but let's have our listeners play too. You know what, Rajiv? We should have our listeners play because we want inclusion. Unlike high school, for me, we should have inclusion. All right? Uh, Here we go. Shot to my high school uh, friends back then. But anyway, what year was it? So what year was it when cigarette advertisements were banned from TV, the French Connection won Best Picture, minimum wage was just $1.60 an hour. $1.60. That was it. And this was the most popular song of the year. Riders on the storm. Riders on the storm. I love that song. Timeless. But I can't tell you what year it was from. You have to guess it. 
1970, 1971, or 1972. Jackie, Dennis, give us a, your best guess. We're coming to you first thing after this commercial break. You're listening to Agent Options right here on AM 770 KTTH. It's your turn to join the program. Give us a call at 800-465-8770. Once again, that toll-free number is 800-465-8770. Aging Options will be right back after this. Does someone you love need care in the home? An elderly parent or relative? A spouse dealing with a long-term illness? Maybe a family member facing a disability? HomeWatch Caregivers can help. With more than 40 years of experience providing compassionate care, HomeWatch Caregivers is America's oldest and most experienced home care company. We know what to do, we know how to help, and we know how to make care affordable. Whether you need help on a full-time basis or just a few hours a week, our trained and experienced caregivers are matched to meet your needs. We can even help with access to on-call physician support along with in-home care. Why not let our family take care of yours? HomeWatch Caregivers, Western Washington's best home care. Call us today at 253-564-1006 to schedule your free consultation. That's 253-564-1006, 253-564-1006, or visit us on the web at homewatchcaregivers.com. Homewatch Caregivers, let our family take care of yours. You know, I'm not a wealthy person, but I'd like to leave a little something to my kids when I'm gone. Actually, there's someone who gets first shot at your assets when you die, before your kids can even touch them, the tax collector and creditors. I don't know much about estate and inheritance taxes. I've heard about changes in tax laws, but it's a little complicated, so I just try not to worry about it. Far too often, the cost of probate and estate taxes forces children to sell off their parents' assets, leaving little for them. I'd at least like for them to have this house. After all, they grew up here and... We'd like to keep it in the family. They say you can't take it with you. (laughs) I just didn't realize it was the tax collector who said it. The elder law attorneys at LifePoint Law understand probate and estate taxes. They know how to protect your assets and your legacy. You can trust LifePoint Law and Rajiv Nagayach. Call 877-ELDER-47. That's 877-ELDER-47. Seven out of ten Americans who plan for retirement outlive their money, become a burden on loved ones, and end up in a nursing home. That's a terrible track record. It's like getting on a plane that has a 70% chance of crashing. It's insanity. There is a better way. Learn how to create the kind of future you want at a groundbreaking retirement planning seminar hosted by LifePoint Law and presented by elder law attorney Rajiv Nagayich. You'll learn why traditional retirement planning advice fails so many seniors and what you should be doing instead. Now you can join radio and TV host Rajiv Nagayich for an online or safe limited seating in-person class. Simply visit lifepointlaw.com. That's lifepointlaw.com or call 253-838-3454. Controlling your future takes smart decisions today. Call now 253-838-3454. LifePoint Law located at 319 South Suite A100, Federal Way, Washington 98003. We listened to the radio for several months listen to the call-ins and people, and, and especially Rajiv, and, and he explains things very well. And so we were quite impressed with that, and then we went to the Agent Options Seminar and met Rajiv because that's what we wanted to do, to see if he was the same person that he was on the radio, and he was. Rajiv, you're the same person. You Imagine know? that. And, and, you know, and, 
Imagine that. It's like, I honestly, when I met you in person, on no offense, Rajiv, I was kind of like, eh, is he going to be that? No, and he, he honestly, he was exactly <laughs> how he sounds. Uh, coming now, Besides the robot voice thing, Rajiv, not a robot. I want to confirm that. Just don't want to confuse any of you who are big into sci-fi. Uh, that was just a, little, a minor connection issue. But again, welcome back. Aging Options right here on AM770 KTTH. Uh, we're going to get right to our callers here. And ladies and gentlemen, be part of the conversation. We have a line open. 1-800-465-8770. Again, 1-800-465-8770. And give us a call. That's exactly what Jackie has done. She's calling in from Kent. And Jackie, welcome to Aging Options. Thank you. <laughs> Hi, Jackie. You're on the air. How can we help you? Yes, I um, kept my husband's cobra when he passed away. Okay. And so I have I have Medicare, and I've never done anything with it. Just you know, have the I think A and B. So because I have uh, you know Cobra and I have really good coverage through there, do I need to look at various programs that Medicare has? The Cobra was through which employer? Did your husband work for the government or a large employer? Who did he the, work for? The, the the state of Washington. Oh, the state of Washington, yeah. So if you have it through the state of Washington, I think you're good. You don't need to necessarily apply for a supplemental policy because that is indeed your supplemental policy. What the state of Washington is giving you is a Medicare supplement. Medicare is still your primary, and the state of Washington coverage is the supplement policy. So I don't think you need to do anything different. Now, if you do you oh, know what correct. you're paying each month for the COBRA coverage? Yes, I'm paying like um, like three eighty three maybe three eighty three I think. And through the state, uh, you know, that'll cover your prescriptions. Uh, does it have any dental or vision coverage in there? Yes. Okay, so then I think you'll be you've got a pretty darn decent plan. The state, the state and the federal government. That's the one thing they do right is to give good good health insurance coverage. If you go with traditional Medicare which probably for most people, in my opinion, is a better option than Medicare Advantage. Uh, if you go with traditional Medicare, what you don't get is dental, vision, and, and hearing. And, 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 and you have to buy, in addition to the supplement, you have to buy a drug coverage plan. So if you're paying 300-something, you've got all that covered. I think you'd stay with that. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks way, so much. I'll guess, 19, I'll guess 1970. Wow. Okay. There's your first guest right. there, Tarek, and we'll see whether that pans out. So stay tuned till the end of the show. We'll, we'll be giving the answer towards the 11 o'clock hour, I'm sure. That's okay, right. thank you. Thanks so much, dear. Thanks so much for the call. Hey, John. Yeah, very interesting there. Uh, for a slight second, I'm not going to lie to you, Rajiv, I thought you were talking about cobra snakes, uh, and I was very confused. <laughs> uh and I was I, I was unsure that you had a side profession here, uh, but now I, I kind of did the research. I, I was like, oh, I see what you're uh, what you're saying here. Uh, very good <laughs> advice there. And I think uh, uh, again, thanks for the call, Jackie. And we have another caller, uh, Dennis from Bellevue. Uh, he is on the line. And Dennis, welcome to Aging Options. Hi. Hi, Dennis. How can we help? Well, I happen to have. Uh... Aetna PPO, and the one thing I've noticed is that when I have a procedure, um, I'll pay, there would be a, a charge, say $4,000, they'll say, 
uh, authorized $1,000, we'll pay this and you'll pay that, and, uh, or they'll say your obligation is zero, but the extra money I paid does not get credited to my annual deductible. So <laughs> I pay out a ton of money, and it doesn't go towards my deductible. Wow, so that seems like a uh, Aetna specific thing that you have to that you have to work with. I think you have to call their customer service, ask them to, to give you a, a, an accounting of all the money that you have paid and how that money has been applied, and they have to show you. Because if you're making the uh, the, the payments towards deductibles and co-payments, then it should be applied towards your deductible and co-payment. That sounds rather dubious to me that they're not applying it. The doctor. And then they submit the forms. Yeah, I mean that's typically how they do it, right? I mean the doctor will bill them, and then they'll decide as to how much, uh, what they're going to cover, and what they're not going to cover. And once they have made that determination based on the policy uh, specifications that you have, they will then send you a notice that this is what you have to pay, or the doctor will send you a notice that this is your responsibility. But if you're paying the doctor directly ahead of time, then somebody is pocketing the money, and that's that's concerning. Start with Aetna. My suspicion is start with Aetna. Ask them to give you an accounting of the money they have received and, what they, and how they have applied that money. And if that money is not showing up in the Aetna ledger, then my suspicion is that the doctor's office or your medical providers, they are just keeping that money and not knowing where to apply it. They are just keeping it. So... I think you have to do some investigation. But let me ask you one one other question. Does that kind of make, does that answer your question, Dennis? Uh, not really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no easy answer to this. I mean, what you're asking for is an accounting. You need an accounting. You need for people to show you, I am paying. I, I know I have a deductible co-payment, but darn it, when every time that you send me something, the deductible. Is this uh, is still the same, and the co-payment and out-of-pocket that I have to pay is still the same? Right, especially because I'm using a preferred provider, which they said they they want me to use. Right, and and so they have their formulas. I mean, they will show you exactly what it is. And and my suspicion, and here, here's the reason why everything that you're talking about is all the reasons why I say a Medicare Advantage plan is not for me. Now, it doesn't mean okay. it's not for you, but this is not for me. Why not? Because with a tradition, with a Medicare Advantage plan, I'm stuck with exactly what you're talking about. Every single plan is going to have a slightly different combination of deductibles, co-payments, out-of-pocket maximum, how they account for it, what year the program is going to start, etc. Every insurance company is going to have slightly different variations, and you'll be looking at thousands of plans and still be confused about which is the right plan. You go with a traditional uh, Medicare, uh, traditional Medicare plan, uh, and if you pick, let's say, plan G as in George, you pay a one-time annual deductible of $184, $185, and then after that, there is no deductible, there is no copayment. You're not stuck seeing their preferred providers because anyone who accepts Medicare will be willing to see you. You can go to any part of the country. You're never going to be out of pocket, and you will be able to generally see a doctor of your choice. You don't have to go to, if you want to see a specialist, you generally will not have to go to your primary care physician and say, can you write me a referral to see a dietitian or a nutritionist? 
If I want to see a nutritionist, I have traditional Medicare plan G. I pick up the phone and, and, and look for a, a, a dietitian or a nutritionist. They accept Medicare. I just make the appointment directly, go there. And they send the bill to Medicare. I never see a bill from Medicare. I never see a bill from the dietitian or the nutritionist. I never see a bill from any provider. So, okay. and what is the downside of going with traditional Medicare? You don't have dental, vision, and hearing. You do not have that coverage. Now, a lot of the Medicare Advantage plans have dental, vision, and hearing. But when you take a look at the plans, and the idea is that, look, I mean, take dental, for example. It's an it's expensive proposition for you and I as seniors to be dealing with dental bills. And the expensive part is not getting the annual cleaning. That we can go ahead and get. A few hundred dollars, most dentists will go ahead and give you a, a, a dental cleaning. Even if you go twice a year, it's less than seven, $800, and, and you can get that done. The, the hard part, the more expensive part of dental is what? When you have to get dentures. And if you take a look at the typical dental plan, they will have a maximum of $1,500 in benefits in a year. So even when people are parading out dental vision and, and, and hearing as, oh, come to us, we'll give you these benefits, I'm saying, well, what exactly am I going to get when I get into the dental vision and the hearing? Not a whole lot, I promise you. The average person who is consuming, who goes to see a doctor three to four times a year, and if you are paying out of pocket $1,000 a year or so, you should be looking at a traditional Medicare plan compared to a Medicare Advantage. And I, I suspect that you are going to be losing a lot of the frustrations that you have with your Medicare Advantage plan. Imagine with a Medicare Advantage plan, you end up in Florida Keys for a vacation and you fall ill, go down to the hospital up there. Oh, that's, that's not part of our preferred provider network. Right. Okay. So it doesn't make sense oh, to have... me. And, and Insurance companies make a lot more money working with Medicare Advantage plans. What you will see advertised is all Medicare Advantage. You will never see a traditional Medicare plan advertised. Why? Because the traditional Medicare is regulated by the government, and the government is prohibited from advertising. Even though the plans are there, even though they are sitting there, and, and the majority of Americans still have traditional Medicare in the plan, and the, and the, the big uh, conspiracy, if you will, and I will call it just exactly that, is a conspiracy is to go ahead and get it over the next 8, 10, 15 years, get rid of the uh, traditional Medicare plan and only work with Medicare Advantage because everyone in the healthcare community makes one hell of a lot of stinking more money when, when you're dealing with Medicare Advantage. How, how does a person, uh, like, let's say I'm going to let my plan elapse, how do, then uh, how do I get into the traditional plan? I mean, how do I get information? So here's the, here's the downside and the upside of the traditional Medicare plan. And the, uh, there is a, a, a silver lining in Washington State. But typically speaking, when you first enroll in Medicare, you have a choice which path you want to pick. You want to go traditional Medicare or Medicare Advantage. Once you go Medicare Advantage, and if you want to go back to traditional Medicare from Medicare Advantage, those companies can medically underwrite you. They don't. It's not automatic approval. But in Washington State, there is one company, United Healthcare, that has an automatic approval even when you're moving from Medicare Advantage to traditional Medicare. At least that was the case last year, and I didn't. I have not heard anything otherwise this year. So my suspicion is, if you want to go into traditional Medicare, you need to call United Healthcare. Now, if you're in good health, you can call pretty much any company. 
And what you will find is that the only difference between uh, Primera, between Regions, between Blue Cross Blue Health, between Aetna, between uh, United Healthcare, the only difference in this plan is not what they cover. The only difference will be the premium you will be paying to get the, po the policy. Because the government regulates and tells them to, to end this confusion for the consumers. When we had traditional Medicare, the government mandated that you, the insurance companies, must all offer the same coverage. You cannot make slight variations that confuses the consumer. Everyone, you must offer the same coverage. And that's what insurance companies don't like. Because when you are offering the same coverage, what is your competitive advantage? Nothing. The only competitive advantage is price. And insurance companies hate it. Okay, thank you very much. Better hey, Dennis, time. thanks for the call. Ajon, it'll be all good. You go down and, and, and get that accounting. And, and, yeah, my suggestion to you would be that if you're frustrated with that, go get traditional Medicare. It is open enrollment. Right. Thank you. And, Dennis, right on. Thanks. Uh, before you go, actually, uh, Dennis, if you're still there, um, we're, we're, we're actually close to a break here, but we're going to play uh, this game, What Year Was It, that we played with Jackie. Uh, Dennis, are you still there? Yeah, I uh, my my guess was uh, 1970. Also, ooh, okay. So you and Jackie, 1970. Excellent. Well, we're gonna find out if you're right at 11 o'clock. Um, but again, thank you so much for the call, Dennis. Uh, very much appreciated, and uh, appreciate you sharing your situation. Thank you. So yeah, Rajiv, I I, I was about to text um, Paul uh, to cue up a fire uh, sounder because you're you're. Your advice is on fire today. Um, it's it's literally it's it's incredible what, what I'm hearing today. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, I can't go too deep into it here because we are a little over for a break. But I will remind listeners: if you want to be like Jack and Dennis, you know, getting your question answered on the air, getting some good advice, uh, here's the number for you: one eight hundred four six five eighty seven seventy. Again, that's one eight hundred four six five eight seven seven zero. And again, what year was it? When cigarette advertisements were banned from TV, French Connection won Best Picture. Minimum wage was just $1.60 an hour. And this was the most popular song of the year. Riders on the storm. Riders on the storm. Any Jim Morrison fans out there? Rajiv, you a Doors fan? Yeah? I am. I mean, that's one of the, it's an evergreen song, right? Great that's songs. right. That's right. It's one of the one of the best uh, best of, one of the best of the seventies. But which year in the seventies? Nineteen seventy, nineteen seventy one, or nineteen seventy two? All right, we had two guesses of nineteen seventy. You can be part of that conversation and give us a call again one eight hundred four six five eighty seven seventy and be part of the general conversation. You're listening to AM seven seventy KTTH. We're here to take your questions. The number to call is 800-465-8770. Once again, that toll-free number is 800-465-8770. Rajiv and Tarek will be right back after this. Seven out of ten Americans who plan for retirement outlive their money, become a burden on loved ones, and end up in a nursing home. That's a terrible track record. It's like getting on a plane that has a 70% chance of crashing. It's insanity. There is a better way. 
Learn how to create the kind of future you want at a groundbreaking retirement planning seminar hosted by LifePoint Law and presented by Elder Law attorney Rajiv Nagayich. You'll learn why traditional retirement planning advice fails so many seniors and what you should be doing instead. Now you can join radio and TV host Rajiv Nagayich for an online or safe limited seating in-person class. Simply visit lifepointlaw.com. That's lifepointlaw.com or call 253-838-3454. Controlling your future takes smart decisions today. Call now 253-838-3454. LifePoint Law located at 31919 South Suite A100 Federal Way, Washington 98003. Safe, independent living in comfortable surroundings. That's where we all want to be. It's no different for your parents and other elderly relatives, even as they age. How do you make it easier for them to stay in the home they love by bringing the care to them? HomeWatch Caregivers can help. With more than 40 years of experience providing compassionate care, HomeWatch Caregivers is America's oldest and most experienced home care company. We know what to do, we know how to help, and we know how to make care affordable. When you compare the cost and benefits of home care to nursing homes or other institutional settings, you'll be amazed at just how affordable in-home care can be. HomeWatch Caregivers, Western Washington's best home care. HomeWatch Caregivers. Call us today at 253-564-1006 to schedule your free consultation. That's 253-564-1006 or visit us on the web at homewatchcaregivers.com. Call us today at 253-564-1006. HomeWatch Caregivers. Let our family take care of yours. You know, I'm not a wealthy person, but I'd like to leave a little something to my kids when I'm gone. Actually, there's someone who gets first shot at your assets when you die, before your kids can even touch them, the tax collector and creditors. I don't know much about estate and inheritance taxes. I've heard about changes in tax laws. But it's a little complicated, so I just try not to worry about it. Far too often, the cost of probate and estate taxes forces children to sell off their parents' assets, leaving little for them. I'd at least like for them to have this house. After all, they grew up here, and we'd like to keep it in the family. They say you can't take it with you. (laughs) I just didn't realize it was the tax collector who said it. The elder law attorneys at LifePoint Law understand probate and estate taxes. They know how to protect your assets and your legacy. You can trust LifePoint Law and Rajiv Nagayich. Call 877-ELDER-47. That's 877-ELDER-47. You really need to go to these aging officer seminars because it um, not only impacts you and your end of life, but it impacts your children for the rest of their lives. It will make a difference in their lives, too. No, I think he's right. I think he, he said it perfectly. Seminars, they're they're great. I mean, they are a great way to get the information, just even more of the information you're hearing on this program. And uh, Rajiv, I know you had a great one this uh, this in October, just a week. What was it like two weeks ago now? And uh, well, there's going to be another one in November, isn't that right? Yeah, we'll be doing one on November 6th, if I remember the date right. It's on November 6th at 1 o'clock. Uh, it's on a Saturday. And they're all great. I mean, even even though they're the smaller groups and control groups that we have it for all the safety reasons, the information is so impactful. I mean, there's, there's never been one of those, those, those moments where somebody walks in and says, Boy, that really sucked. I didn't learn anything in that, in, in, in that event. I mean, I gave it one hour and I didn't learn anything. 
because the, the the reality is i mean i just i just take a look at the 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 reality in america 70% of americans fail in retirement what does failure look like grow old fall ill end up in a nursing home end up becoming a burden to family members or lose money to uncovered medical expenses all preventable all preventable majority of people who end up in institutional care don't belong there but what do you do with that data right yeah that sounds good okay yeah i don't want to end up in a nursing home well what plans have you made today if you're in the hospital and the nurse was saying to your child which rehab center do you want to send your dad to what answer do you think your child would be given and chances are you probably have a good estate plan in place you probably have powers of attorney you probably have a will you probably have a trust you have all those documents what answer will that child give and how confident are you that you will be able to come back home and your children will not become your unpaid caregivers or become burdened by by organizing the care keeping an eye out and everything all the things that you don't want to see happen to to your family members your needs will become a burden on them how confident are you and if you're not what is your option the only option you have is to go to one of these events and and just learn that's what you do the the you know tarik the interesting thing is this is now playing on pbs all around the country and we are doing planning What? for people all over the country now wow. the shame of the whole thing is i cannot help anyone outside the state of washington with legal planning i'm a lawyer only in the state of washington this is where i can do a much more complete plan and so you know i would say i'd i'd invite you if you haven't been to one of these these education events uh we used to do five or six on a monthly basis we are down to about one maybe we'll be increasing it to a second one next month uh but you should really be thinking about coming down to one of these events absolutely and it, the location too because i know some some seminars from uh, other institutions they tend to be on the outskirts of pugent sound you know like they're maybe a little tough to get to for some people but i'll tell you something it's federal way so if you're in tacoma it's a 10 minute drive you just drive up north on i5 and my goodness you're there if you're up in seattle well you just drive out down past the airport and within 20 minutes you're there same thing olympia just a 25 30 minute drive it's so close and it's so worth it these things you learn so much i learned a lot listen i'm 22 years old i was walking and going yeah yeah like i'm going to no i walked out going my gosh i need to talk to my grandma right now because that's the kind of information you're going to get it's going to it's going to if more than anything it's going to empower you so again attend an, a seminar the you said mentioned the next one is on the 6th correct that's right yeah it's on the 6th of november yeah 1 o'clock in the afternoon and, on a federal way campus and you can sign up for that by going to lifepointlaw.com uh sign up on the website it's easy to do like ready right here boom that's the amount of time it takes just right there me saying boom it's that simple so again lifepointlaw.com sign up and be a part of that seminar it's happening in just 2 weeks and it's after halloween so you will not be spooked i guarantee you, you will not be spooked isn't this right rajiv people won't be spooked uh, that's absolutely there you won't be spooked you'd be very surprised and you'd be elated and you'd be educated yes indeed and you know what it's a good way to get a treat and not a trick after halloween Uh so again November 6th that you can use that in all the ads you like by the way that's a tagline for you um November 6th Saturday at 1 p.m. on the Federal Way campus you can sign up at lifepointlaw.com and it looks like we have time to take a call here as boy our phone lines just got uh you know, people like what you're saying Rajiv and they are calling in and our first new caller here is going to be Greg from Muckleteo uh Greg welcome to Aging Options how can we help you today 
Oh, I, I'm uh, I guess second time caller because I called once before uh, when a friend of mine freaked me out telling me that I had to sign up for my uh, medical coverage because I'm 65 and that I had missed the window. So I called in and was told that uh, you know uh, October's still fine. And so now that this time's evolved to this point, I've got more questions. My my biggest question is. Um, is it just called basic Medicare that I want? Because the coverage that I want is the one that's free. And do I really have to get it right now? Because um, I'm unemployed and I'm and I got that uh, Washington State Apple Care, which is, as far as I know, every bit as good um, because they don't really uh, cover all the stuff you want them for anyway. So, you know, there's good news in the answer that I'm about to give you. Do you need the coverage now? Of course, nobody needs insurance till you fall ill. And the government knows that. And if, if the only time the government would allow or an insurance company would allow you to buy an insurance policy is when you fall ill, they'll go out of business before they even get into business. Because you'll be claiming huge amounts of uh, bills to be paid by insurance policy and pay only small amounts of premium. That's not the way insurance works. So the, the way that the insurance is going to work is that when you turn 65, you have to. You buy a law, you're required to enroll in Medicare and buy a supplement insurance plan. I mean, that's just the way it is. Now, the good news is okay. if you are unemployed, you're not making any money, you don't have any income, then your Apple Healthcare, which you like, will actually pay the premium for your Medicare supplement plan. That is the good news for you. So you can apply for the, the, the Medicare supplement plan, and then you can uh, uh, let the Apple plan actually cover the premium cost, and voila, you've got Medicare, and you've got your plan that you wanted, and you didn't have to pay any more than the zero that you're paying right now. Alternatively, you have a choice. When you fall into the Medicare bucket, you'll have a choice to make. Do you want to get traditional Medicare? Do you want to get Medicare supplement? Uh, sorry, Medicare Advantage. Those are your two paths that you have to pick. And if you say, well, today I'm not working, tomorrow I may end up working, and when I do, I still want to pay zero premium, then your only choice is going to be a Medicare Advantage plan, which will, which will allow you to pay a zero premium. Now, just use your common sense for a second up here. Why would an insurance company give you a zero premium plan? Because when you fall ill, you go see doctors, they will want you to pay deductibles and co-payments. Now, thankfully, by regulation, even when you have to pay deductibles and co-payments, the most you would be required to pay out of pocket, generally speaking, is less than $8,000 in any one given year. So you could pay zero premium right now, Subject yourself to pay deductibles and co-payments, and when you have paid roughly whatever the out-of-pocket maximum for that policy is, after you have paid that out-of-pocket maximum, then the company will pay 100% of the bills that you have to incur. So that's the good news. What's the bad news? Is exactly what I shared with Dennis. Medicare Advantage, even though it is the only plan that you're going to hear about when it comes to sales stuff, Right, The only plans that you're going to be receiving mails about are Medicare Advantage plans. You will not hear about traditional Medicare. Now, tr uh, Medicare Advantage, clearly, if you're extremely healthy, you're, never, you're not going to be seeing doctors anytime soon, and you know that you, you have a good, healthy lifestyle, then maybe traditional uh, Medicare is not for you. Maybe you want to stay with a Medicare Advantage plan and pay zero premium because you do get some amount of dental vision and hearing coverage with the Medicare Advantage plan that you do not get the traditional plan. 
But if you're going to use uh, healthcare for any reason, you probably, in my opinion, would be better off with a traditional Medicare plan. And a traditional Medicare plan or Medigap plan, as it's called, will give you much better abilities to be able to see any doctor of your choosing. You don't have to deal with pesky deductibles and bills. You pay once a year, you pay a deductible of less than $200. And then after that, when you go see a doctor, the doctor sends Medicare the bill and then and your insurance company the bill. You don't see a copy of the bill, nor do you have to worry about, is this going to be covered or not? And that is if you cover Plan G as in George. The downside of that is a 200 a year, uh, 200 a month premium. But if you are on the Apple Health Plan, the Apple Health Plan will cover the $200 per month premium. So it really doesn't really affect you all that much. So I think, Dennis, you're in a good situation to do good for you. Look at the long run, not just today or tomorrow. And the point of healthcare, the other point that I didn't get to make with Dennis was this. When you look at healthcare, what is the point of healthcare? The average person thinking is, I want healthcare. Why? If I have a heart attack, stroke, cancer, diabetes, I need to be able to go see doctors and hospitals and get well. But let me say this to you. Even the worst insurance company in America does a pretty darn decent job of giving you that sort of coverage. Even the worst one. Now, the customer service may not be all that good. Other things may not be good, but they do, almost all of them do a good job of helping you access care after you fall ill. But if you look at the rest of your life and say, what do I want to really accomplish in life? I don't want to end up in a nursing home. Well, how do you not end up in a nursing home? By not falling ill. That's the thing that we all miss out on so easily. That if you have the right insurance plan, we know, and on this show you have heard, and when you come to a seminar, I give you much more detail about this, the average consumer can lower your risk of going to a nursing home by as much as 40% by picking the right medical team, a team that is headed by a board-certified geriatric care physician, or you're in the hands of a, a, a geriatric clinic. Okay. The research shows that over and over again. So the point of insurance should be pick your doctor before you pick your insurance company. Oh, wow. Okay. I never looked at it from that idea. But well, well, nobody idea. does. I mean, it just blows. It does. I and mean, we're just like heard. We just Everyone is selling us something as well, which is the cheapest one. No. Stop. Slow down. The point of healthcare should be I want to use healthcare so I don't fall ill. Eat right, exercise, socialize, have the right people on the medical team. In my, you know, when I turn 65, which is not too far from now, the first requirement is I want to go with a plan that has the highest number of uh, of geriatric care physicians on its team. They give access to nutritionists. They give access to gym memberships. They, they give access to uh, volunteer opportunities. And these are all covered by insurance plans. But the more you start looking at these details, the narrower the field becomes. Not every insurance company will give you all these things. Every insurance company will give you access to a hospital after you have a heart attack. But not every insurance company will give you preventative care. Preventative care. Heck, I mean, when you take a look at the ads, they're all about prevention. You know, people on beaches doing yoga, standing on one hand in the middle of an ocean on a paddle. Are you kidding me? Uh, see, but so it looks like I'm just leaning towards the Plan G Medicare um, yeah. to save myself the most money, but to have an adequate amount of, you know, by law, I have to sign up for something coverage. Um, right. And then the final thing is, is it actually right now, still October, I have to do it? Or um, can I 
put it off for a month and learn a little more. Oh, you can you can put it off for a month. You don't have to do it in October. The open enrollment is uh, is till December. Uh, okay. December seventh, I believe, is the date. Beautiful. Right, and okay. so you yeah. don't have to do it right now, but don't wait. I mean, you've got till December seventh before you have to make a decision and get it, get it on place. But, yeah, take this time, go talk to people, and also call Apple Health and say, hey, this knucklehead lawyer bro, on the radio was talking about that if I enrolled in this plan, you will actually cover the premium because I don't have any income. Make sure you get that covered or email me at radio at agingoptions.com, and I'll have somebody in my office verify that detail and make sure that I'm not giving you inappropriate information. Well, I'm going to come to your uh, November 6th. Seminar down there in Federal Way. It's a pretty good drive for us, but uh, um, I'm, I'm going to be there. That's at one o'clock. That's at one o'clock in the afternoon. You bet. Yeah. And and what's the campus that it's on? It's the federal. It's our main office up there. It's one mile due west from I uh, from Highway Five. From oh, I Five. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Because I figure if I go down there for that too. Before I sign up, then I'll be, uh, you know, I'll have all my guns loaded. Got it. Hey, thanks so much for the call, Greg, and best wishes, and yeah. we'll see you in November, well, okay? I'm glad, I'm glad I listened to you, and I'm glad that I called back, and um, when I get to come down there, it's going to get even better for me because I've just been too busy with everything else, and uh, it's like, oh, I did have one other thing. I have been in a relationship with 29 years. Greg, let's do this. You know, I've got like four or five callers backed up here. Let me, I'm going to put you on hold and you leave your phone number with the, with the board up and I'll call you after the show. So I don't want to not call you or not, not take your question, but I got other callers that I need to get to, but let's go ahead and get your phone number and I'll call you back. Thanks so much. Ajon. Yeah. Thank you. You bet. Yeah. And let's go to. Thank you for the call, Greg. Yeah, let's go to Ed uh, in Seattle. All right, he's yep. got a uh, he's got a question for you, Rajiv. Uh, Ed, you're on. Hi, Rajiv. Uh, I uh, am 73 years old, and I, my house is willed to my oldest son. But I wonder if I should quick claim date it to him. If there's any negative uh, ramifications for that. Well, and, and that's a, that's that's a question. That's a question that depends on what you're trying to really accomplish. How large is your estate when you put everything together, your money, your cash? This roughly in what what ballpark do you fall in? Oh, just my house. You know, I have a pension that covers everything. Got it. And you have a house for the most part by way of assets. That's what you have. And do you have a long-term care insurance policy? Yes. My pension so, covers it. I'm sorry? My pension covers it. I have a policy. Yes, I'm taken care of. I can, yes. The answer is So yes. if you end up in a nursing home. No, I won't. They, they, they will pay for uh, in-house care for me. Okay, as long as you have a good long-term care insurance policy, because I've never heard a pension connected to a long-term care policy. These are two different concepts. If you happen to be a yeah. firefighter, or a policeman yes. with with left one. I was. Yes. Okay, so if you have left one, then you don't have long-term care to worry about. Then under those conditions, no, you shouldn't be transferring the house. The reason why you should not be transferring the house, because there's a concept called the stepped-up basis. The house that you have, were you married, uh, Ed? Yes. Is your wife still living, or did she pass away? No, no, I lost her three years ago. 
Okay. So the house, whatever the value of the house was when your wife died is in IRS uh, language called the basis in the property. When you sell the property, it's going to be a little bit more than what the value was three years ago when your wife died, and the difference is going to be gain. When your child inherits the property, they will receive something called a stepped-up basis, meaning all that gain will get wiped out because the value of the house on the date of your death will become the new basis in the property. And for that reason, it would be preferential for your son to receive the house as an inheritance. The only good reason for you to transfer the house out of your name, actually there are, there are two or three good reasons. One, one is uncovered long-term care expenses. But because you're a left one uh, eligible employee, you don't have that to worry about. You know, left one will cover it. You just need to absolutely train your son to make sure he understands who to call and how to use that program. Because many people uh, who are eligible for left one, they don't know how to use it, and therefore they lose out in the benefit. The second reason why you may want to get the house out of your name is if you're in a relationship with somebody, and it is likely that somebody will take advantage of you. Right? That may be a reason to go ahead and get the house out. But from a tax perspective, it would be preferred for your son to actually receive the house as an inheritance rather than as a gift today. Okay. Thank you very much. That's what I wanted to know. Okay, great. Thanks so much for the call, you bet, Ed. And that leaves a line open for us to get to talk to Donna. Donna, you're in the air. How can we help? I just have a quick question. Um, yep. You spoke with a, a lady earlier about the state insurance COBRA, and you mentioned that it, you thought it was good and she didn't need to go to a Medi Medicare Advantage. I have a, a question about mine. I have state insurance through my public employees benefit board called Uniform Medical, which is managed by mm -hmm. Regents. Mm -hmm. Would you consider that as good as like COBRA? Yeah. So, Donna, let me clarify. When, when when the lady called about the COBRA, I'm assuming that when somebody says COBRA, it's a term we're all familiar with. But in, in my mind, I'm thinking it's not COBRA. It really is a health insurance plan that she is eligible for because of her husband working for the government. So it's not okay. like a COBRA. It, you know, that those plans are available for the for the employee and the spouse generally, and that's probably what it is. COBRA is a temporary coverage, only for 18 months that you can buy uh, if your if yeah. your employer subs the coverage. So so that's just I just want to clarify that. And and yeah, Uniform Medical is a supplement plan. Anytime that you have a plan through the government, they're going to still look at Medicare to be the primary and your plan to be the supplemental plan. And that's a, and uniform yeah. medical is a great plan because most of the plans that I've looked at, they have dental, vision, and hearing, and that covers the whole gamut. But their premiums are going out of this world. Oh, they are. They sure are. <laughs> Listen, do me a favor. Yeah. Email me at radio at agingoptions.com, and I'll continue this conversation with you because we're coming to a pretty hard close on the show okay, today. thanks. Bye. Hey, Bye. thanks so much. You bet. Thanks. And Carol, I hate to do this to you, dear. But we're going to leave you hanging next week. Please give me a call, 800-465-8770. Indeed. And I'll tell you what, we only have a few seconds here, but what year was it when cigarette advertisements were banned from TV, The French Connection won Best Picture, and Minimum Wage was just $1.60 an hour, Riders on the Storm by the Doors was the biggest song of the year? It was 1971. So oh! 
ladies and gentlemen. I was guessing that's 70 right. also. <laughs> yep, that's right. It was 1971. So sorry. Uh, sorry to our first two callers, Jackie and Dennis. You were incorrect. Again, uh, Carol, call next week. We'd love to hear from you. And thanks to our other three callers, Donna, Ed, and Greg. Thanks to you for listening. We'll be back with another edition of Agent Options next week. Same time, same place. 10 a.m. right here on AM 770 KTTH. Hey, John. Right, Rajiv? Hey, Ajan, everyone. <laughs>